I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Conca, and I'm Wayne Heckler. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to check us out at hecklercane.com and download our episodes for free on iTunes and SoundCloud. To the bumper. Today's guest on the Imperfect Podcast is Robert Palmer Watkins, who currently plays Dylan Quartermain on NBC's daytime series General Hospital. We talked to him about everything from his struggles as an actor to how landing the role on General Hospital changed his life. I think Robert was a really humble guy. Um, it's got a, his roots are on the East Coast from uh, the Carolinas, and it just seems like he really is dedicated to the work. He really understands, you know, what the fans want and what the commitment is to being a daytime actor on a soap. Yeah, I think he, you know, he appreciates everything from some of the struggles that he's had. Um, it doesn't take it for granted, and uh, it was interesting to talk to somebody about uh, soap operas because we never do that. Yeah, I'm. I gotta say, I was not a soap opera fan ever, <laughs> and uh, you know. But watching his work and watching how it's done, I mean, you can see how people are literally, I think, addicted to soaps. I mean, they've been around for decades. There's only, I think, four left. General Hospital being one of them. Um, the character that he's playing and the shoes he has to fill is is no joke. We also talk a lot about you know the pressures he faced, uh, you know, that he faces in in taking on this role. So. Let's talk to Robert and hear what he has to say. Hope you guys enjoy. Robert, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. Thanks for hanging with us tonight. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Quick shout out to Wendy uh, Shepard over at Studio Matrix for hooking us up and making this happen. Yes, thank you, Wendy. You're awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. Definitely. Um, I know you're out in Hollywood, but you're originally an East Coast guy. What's your background like? Where'd you come from? Where'd you grow up? So I was born in a uh, small little Salisbury, North Carolina. Uh, we moved to Winston-Salem when I was like eight years old. And then when I was 12 years old, my dad got a job with AMF Bowling and their corporate office is in um, Richmond, Virginia. So that was kind of good for me because Richmond is um, – there's a lot of city and kind of the arts are, are, are very well um, – there's, there's a lot going on with theater and, and art and stuff like that. So – I kind of got involved and, you know, I did my first play in high school. Before that, I did sports and stuff and I did my first play and I loved it. Um, and that was kind of when I transitioned into thinking, oh, maybe I'll be an actor. So, yeah. Okay, very I, cool. Yeah, so I've been out in L.A. now for uh, nine years, which is pretty crazy. Time flies. Sure. And so I'm sure you've been doing the working actor deal, right? You've been in a number of different roles. We checked out your IMDb page. What was the first gig you landed out in Hollywood? Man, I think the first, uh, this is so funny, the first thing that I booked out of college. So I, when I moved here, I went to AMDA, which is the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Mm -hmm. uh, because my parents were like, you can move to LA, we get it, you want to do this, but we feel a lot better about it if you went and you started at a school or some type of you know, conservatory just to get your bearings, meet some people. I was like, all right, cool. So the first two years I was out here, I actually didn't audition at all. But when I finally got out, you know, obviously I started auditioning right away. And the first job that I booked was on a show called A Thousand Ways to Die. I don't know if you guys have seen that on Spike TV. Yes, yes. Basically just ridiculous reenactments of ways that people have died in the past. <laughs> um, the way that my character died was I was I slipped on a shard of glass while I was taking a shit. <laughs> and uh, the toilet, I'm using the bathroom, I stand up and I flush and the toilet explodes. The <laughs> lid on the back of the toilet explodes, shatters on the ground. 
I slip and, and I slip and I fall on a shard of glass. It goes into my asshole and I. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was my start to Hollywood. And my mom was super proud, obviously, you know, of course, <laughs> of course. Who wouldn't I mean, be? I've done so many random, random jobs as an actor. That was, that one might take the cake though. I gotta say. <laughs> I know. Well, Dan always loves a good shit story. So you just made his night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, same same boat but no it was i mean it was a fun you know i, I mean i think i got like a hundred bucks or something you know for the day uh, non, non-union or <laughs> it was yeah it was non-union i definitely was not sag at the time but you know you just kind of start doing little things you meet different people and each project gets a little bit bigger a little bit more legit um but yeah man a lot of little roles like that when I first started out. I bet. And now you were at a conservatory. You're also a musician. Um, yes. what, what do you play or do you sing or write? Uh, write and sing and do a little bit of guitar and, and more producing type stuff. My, I live with four of my best friends and we all kind of collaborate on different projects. Actually, two of my buddies I live with are about probably going to get signed very soon. They, they have a band and I'll kind of jump in and do a song with them and then I'll mix it with some of the other friends I know that are actors and singers. So it's been really nice kind of having a platform now on a show where we have an audience to mm-hmm. that'll actually watch some of the stuff that I put out there. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't have any like official band or anything for myself right now. I'm kind of just collaborating with people as I see fit. Um, and I'm work, starting to work on some original music as well. So. Cool. Very cool. Well, and I'm sure the uh, the the day job at General Hospital takes up a ton of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's 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 what, what were you gonna say? It's I was just gonna say it's it's interesting because yeah, it does. I mean, that's obviously my main focus, but it's it's actually a really nice schedule as an actor because mm-hmm. I mean, like today I went in and you know my call time was 12 p.m. I I went in. Uh, and everything moves so fast on a soap that you pretty much, once you, once you're called in, you do your blocking, then you go through hair and makeup, your wardrobe, get ready. Then you have a couple hours before you shoot. Then you shoot the scene, you get one rehearsal and then you shoot it. Mm -hmm. And you know, it could be, it could be five scenes, it could be 10 scenes, whatever, but you're, I mean, you're out of there. Usually you're out of there within five hours. So today, you know, my birthday was 12 to, I got home around, I don't know, I think like, 445 or something so and i mean that's not how it always is some days you're there super early until late you know 6 p.m 7 p.m but most days you actually um are only there for your scenes and that only takes a few hours and you're not necessarily you're not necessarily working every day sure it just depends on, on your storyline so like this week i actually worked every day but last week or no this coming week i don't work at all because my character is you know, in the story on the show, my character is away. So I actually don't work next week. So I actually, it's nice because yes, I'm busy with it, but I actually have more time now mm-hmm. than I did when I was a broke, struggling actor working four part-time jobs. You know sure. What I mean? sure. Well, you got the income and the freedom now, which is great. Right. I think, you know, most people probably, uh, the, the general population, the most they probably know about soap opera actors is, uh, watching Joey Tribbiani on Friends, right? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I think that's the, the closest. So, in- <laughs> I literally, I saw a clip. I don't know. I think I was on an airplane recently, and that was on one of the things you could watch, like the old episode of Friends. Yeah. And there was literally a scene where he was like, 
on the soap on set and they were making just jokes about soaps and i was sitting next to one of my co-stars that's on the show with me and we both just looked at each other and died laughing because it was so accurate (laughs) so funny well that's reassuring to know (laughs) so let's go back a little bit what was the casting process like to get the role on general hospital how 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 many times did you have to audition how long did it take to get actually get a role on the show yeah uh Mark Teshner is the casting director for General Hospital, um, really well-known casting director here in Hollywood. He's really, really good at what he does because he remembers people that he meets. He'll keep them kind of in the back of his head, and when a role comes up, he's just kind of got that eye and that that mindset where he remembers, oh, there was something about that person that might be right. And it could be years later, you know? Um, and I think that takes a special type of person to kind of see that in people and then remember them down the road. Uh, so I went in for Mark when I first got out of college and I was, I was doing all those random acting jobs. Like I told you guys, (laughs) I was super excited to go in. It was for a contract role. Uh, it went okay. It didn't go, you know, I don't think I was right for the role and I think I was a little young and I don't think I was as trained as I needed to be yet. You know, I was still kind of green. Um, but it went well and I could tell he liked me. Um, and then he called me back in a couple years later for a different role when, Decent again, but nothing, you know, didn't hear anything. Um, and then I guess a year or so went by and I saw that he was doing a class um, at, a, at a studio here in Hollywood. And I was like, and maybe I should just take that class and get back in front of him again. Cause I know he liked me mm-hmm. and I want, you know, I didn't be cool to develop a, a you know, more personal relationship with him. So I actually took his class and he remembered me right away. Um, and we had a really good rapport and, you know, I got his email. We stayed in touch. Um, and then I guess this role came up for Dylan that I played Dylan Quarterman on general hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, this role came up and he, he remembered me and he, he said, you know, he called me in and then, uh, I didn't hear anything for three months. Finally, I got another call back. Then I had to go see the producers. After I saw the producers, we had to do a screen test. Um, and the screen test, that's the final thing you do during a, you know, when you, when you're getting cast for a role is a screen test. And, um, there were there were myself and five other guys screen testing. So even at that point, there's still six of us. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, gosh, there's already been I've already gone through the ringer for this this many callbacks and, and you know met the producers and there's still six of us. Really? Like it's kind of disheartening when you get there. You're mm-hmm. like, damn. Um, but no, man. I mean, I, I got it. So it worked out. Um, and Mark, you know, he told me, he was like, yeah, I knew when this role came up, I had to get you in for it. So I guess he knew he just, he kept me in mind. And so that's kind of, it was a process to answer your question. It is a long process most of the time. Um, and then sometimes they, you know, they change their mind or they rewrite the role or they decide not to bring that character on the show yet. So they, you know, they hold off for a year. And I think that's what happened with my character because I was called back and then there was several months where I didn't hear anything. So it's just, there's so many variables that go into it, you know, into booking something. A lot of it, sometimes it doesn't even have to do with your talent. You know, you're too yep. tall next to, the, next to the girl or you're too short or you're too white or not white enough or, you know, there's just so many things. Yep, yep. We've heard that from other actors as well. And, you know, the relationships matter. We, what we've heard really counts is um, knowing what the casting director is looking for, doing enough research on the show to know – what you need to bring to that character. How much research right. did you do and how much did you know about General Hospital before going into audition? Did you like well, the funny, 
Yeah, the funny thing is they they're very secretive about who they're casting, when they're casting, what they're casting. Um, and because this was, I played Dylan Quartermain, who was a legacy. The, the Quartermains are one of the main legacy families on the show. Um, and Dylan was on the show 10 years ago, played by Scott Clifton, who is now on Bold and Beautiful. So Dylan's return to General Hospital was, a, you know, a big deal. And they definitely did not want it leaked. So they I didn't even know I was I, I didn't even know until I booked it that it was for Dylan Quarterman. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> they had a fake name. I think it was Dustin or something. Uh, and my manager called me when I booked it. And he said, you got it. And you're playing Dylan Quarterman, which is cool to hear as an actor because you know that 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 name has some weight to it you know what i mean um and it's been yeah it's been amazing but yeah it's, it's very secretive i thought i was auditioning for a brand new character named dustin it turned out <laughs> wow Dylan. yeah is uh is, is it a lot of pressure playing a role with such history you know there definitely there is because you want to honor what the character means to the show and you want to kind of honor what the actor that played like i wanted to honor what scott had brought to the character because he was, he's a great actor. Um, and he kind of originated, you know, the role. Um, so I, I definitely wanted to keep kind of some of the stuff and the quirks and some of the sarcasm that he brought to the character. But I also wanted to make it my own, you know, and it's been 10 years since he's been on the show. So I think he would be a different person now. Um, the character, the reason he left the show storyline wise is he went away to LA to pursue a, uh, you know, a directing and acting career, which is kind of cool. Because mm -hmm. I really that, right? um, and he, you know, so when I come back, I think, you know, nine years, nine, 10 years later, I think he, he would have grown up a lot. So I think yeah. it works for him after the play. And, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely pressure because these soap fans, man, they, they are <laughs> very passionate and they're very, if they don't like something, they let you know. And nowadays with Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and, everything snapchat periscope uh they have access to letting us know when they like or don't like right, something right so you know you hear from them so you de so i definitely was aware of that and i definitely like researched the show i definitely looked at his work on youtube and stuff but i also tried to like compartmentalize it and throw it out the window also because i wanted to make it my own and make it personal for me right you know? of course yeah that makes a lot of sense um, what's the most challenging part of working on General Hospital? The, the speed. It's, it shoots unlike anything, any other type of uh, medium. I mean, it's in film or a primetime TV show or any, basically anything other than a soap. You have multiple takes. They do a wide shot of both actors. Then they do a one shot of the one actor. Then they do the other actor. You do the same scene over and over to get different angles. Mm -hmm. um, there's more rehearsal time. There's more discussion with the director. There's just more time in general. A soap, especially, especially nowadays, because they've really cut down on budgeting and whatever, time is money. I mean, to the extreme on a soap. There's only four of us left, you know? Um, so... You know, every every day we could shoot between two to three episodes. So it's the amount of material that we're that we're filming in a day, um, and the, the rate at which we're shooting it is just insane. I mean, people come on the show that are guest starring, or you know, they're playing a recurring, and their mind is blown. They're like, "This is this is how much you guys do in a day?" I mean, that's how I felt when I came on. I was like freaking out because I got the whole first week I was shooting. I had a packet this thick 
for the, every day of the week. And I was like, when I would finally get the first packet down, I'm like, all right, good. Wait, but then the next day I have another packet that looks like that. I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but kind of just, it's like the best training as an actor because it's, you just, uh, your brain just learns how to do it. Your brain just learns how to memorize things quickly. And that was always a huge uh, struggle that I had was learning material, memorizing stuff. That was my biggest, biggest, probably biggest issue as an actor. And I got to say, this is like changed that completely for me. Now I can, today I literally went in, I did not have, I, I shot today mm-hmm. and I did not have my script from last night where we just moved and my script got misplaced. So I was just hoping that I didn't have a lot of material today so that I could learn it this morning when I got on the set. I got on the set. I had a ton of material. It was terrifying. Um, and the director was like, wait, really, dude? You don't? You didn't have this? Oh, my God. You're going to be okay? Like, they were worried for me because it was a lot. And, man, I had I had about an hour. I went down to my dressing room. I just learned it. And it, was, and it stuck. Like, it's crazy that your brain has the capability to – it's like a muscle. And I didn't believe that shit when I got on. I was like – I think you either can memorize or you can't memorize. Like you're either good at that or you're not. No, you can train your brain to get better at that, which is pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, that that's interesting. Um, it, it sounds like you know you you've done 162 episodes, I think, or something like that. It's, it says so. I mean, the pace of that it's got to be grueling. That's only since 2015. So I mean, yeah. you you talk about trial by fire, and you know most people that go to acting school and then maybe they'll do a short or they'll do a feature or whatever how much time do they literally spend in front of a camera probably not much over the course of a year and you're getting just so much time and interaction in front of the directors and with interacting with other actors um you know all that type of stuff now one of the things i'm interested in is you know you said there's just a ton of dialogue to memorize probably on a regular basis how much of that is there a lot of flexibility or any improv that goes on with the soap operas or is it strictly like they stick to the script kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they do allow you to improv a little bit, especially as you get to know your character. I mean, when I first got on the show, I tried to stick pretty much word for word to what the writers did because that's just kind of how I've been trained. Respect the writing, you know, um, they wrote it this way for a reason. Every word is important. Um, as I've gotten more comfortable playing Dylan and kind of making him my own, I am allowing myself to be a little more free with the dialogue. Um, you know, as I've gotten to know my character now, I feel like I, you know, I feel like I embody, you know, how he talks and and things now. And sometimes I, you know, sometimes we'll get a, we'll get a scene and I'll say, Hey, is there any way I can change this to this just to make it sound a little more natural or you know a little younger or hipper or whatever and they'll say yeah and then sometimes if you're in a scene and you forget your you forget your lines you have to improv you know and they'd rather they would rather you improv a little bit if you, if you mess up than go oh wait we got to start over because that's yeah. so yes to answer your question there's always a little bit of embellishing and a little bit of improv but I think all of us, you know, most of the actors and, and writers and producers want us to, you know, stick pretty close to, to what's written on the page. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, what would you say uh, is the biggest thing in your life that's changed since getting this role? Oh, gosh, man. Literally everything. Um, like I said, I was working every job I could, barely paying my rent. A month before I got this, my car basically blew up on the highway because I didn't have money to change the oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a meltdown with my parents on the phone, like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? 
when is this going to happen? And, it, you know, and that's crazy because it hadn't even been that long. It felt like an eternity. But really, I'd only been struggling and auditioning for five years. I mean, there's actors that, have, that go 30 years and don't book anything. So I don't mean to sound like a, a you know, a diva by being like, you know, I was auditioning for five years and wasn't getting anything. Because I mean, that's really, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that long. But when you can't afford to eat, it feels a lot longer than five years. You know what I mean? Um, so there were definitely some struggles, but honestly, I'm really, really grateful that that I went through, you know, the hardships of it because now I appreciate it. You know, I see some actors just book something so fast right off the gate. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't know if there's the same like respect for having the job when you, when you just get lucky like that. You know what I mean? Um, I'm kind of glad that I had to work really, really hard to, to get something it just taught me a lot about it about about being an adult and being a you know responsible actor and, and all that stuff um what was your question again i think i just started rambling <laughs> I, w- I was saying what how, how has your life changed since you've landed oh, the yes. role uh my life cha- has changed i mean financially i'm not a millionaire now or anything like that but i'm definitely <laughs> way more comfortable than i was um i don't have to work you know other jobs that I don't want to work. I have that freedom to just focus on my acting and my music, which is great. Um, It's changed because I've, um, you know, I finally have this, uh, it's changed because I'm, I'm, I just, I feel so good about my time every day is being spent growing as an artist rather than, you know, working a nine to five job that has nothing to do with what I want in life. Um, I'm like you said, I'm, I get to be on camera, you know, several times a week and just play around and experiment and try stuff and get paid for that. I mean, that's like, that is every actor's dream, you know? So I just, I still have to pinch myself. I mean, I'll be walking off set and I'm like, I cannot believe that this is so awesome. It's so awesome. And I had no idea that, you know, being on a soap would be this great like i i you know i wanted to be an actor for sure but i wasn't targeting being on a soap i wasn't like seeking down every soap audition you know but now that i'm on one i can totally see why people end up having a full career you know so because it's like i said the schedule's amazing you know your the money is great the, the flexibility you know um and just getting to work so many actors don't get the chance to just work all the time you know so sure it, my life has, has changed drastically um the fan base is amazing and it's allowed me to do other projects like my music stuff or other independent films. And now there's an audience that's automatically built in and they'll help me promote it and get it out there and blast it out to the world. And it's, it's great. Sure. It's really great. Well, outside of general hospital right now, what other work do you have any indie films coming up or anything that was recently released? Yes. Uh, I did an independent movie that I had a small part in called theater nine. That's going to be coming out soon. Um, I just did a season two of a web series called Last Life, which is like a supernatural kind of web series um, that that has that actually just aired within the past uh, few months. But that did really well. Um, they have a pretty big built in fan base with the sci fi you know, genre. Um, let's see what else have I done recently. Um, I'm actually in the process of reading a bunch of scripts because I would like to start. I would like to uh, fund my own project and produce my own my own movie or something and play something that's very different from anything I've played before, you know, just to, just to grow as an actor and experiment and, um, be in, be in charge of something. And then I've been working on my music stuff, which has been really great. 
Um, I actually just got to sing in the opening of the daytime Emmys, which was really, really exciting. Um, and then I just shot the episode of the nurses ball, which is once a year on general hospital, they kind of have this like talent show where, you know, some of the characters perform. So this year I actually got to sing and it's, um, I'm really excited for that to air because it was all choreographed and it was, it was kind of like, it reminded me of being back in, in theater. Like it was, you know, on stage and so I'm excited about that. Um, when, also, when will that when will that air? Do you know Do you know what the air date for that will be? I think it's the week of May 21st through whatever that week is. So around May 20th and on, it's it's like a week long show. So okay, uh, that'll be really cool. And then I've been staying busy with these fan events, man. I've been they've been flying me all over the country. I'm hosting the fan events now with Laura Wright, who plays Carly on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and I are hosting these these events where basically we go to different cities. And, uh, you know, the fans in the area of General Hospital can come and meet us and take pictures and we sign autographs and we do a Q&A um, from, the, from the stage and I walk around with the mic and people can ask questions. And that's been a lot of fun, too. It's kind of, you know, um, I've gotten better at talking in front of people and hosting is something that's always been kind of interesting to me as well. So I'd like to maybe dabble in that in the future as well. Very cool. When, where's the next event taking place? Is there one scheduled? Yes, uh, you can send, you guys can get all of the fan events on my webpage, robertpalmerwatkins.com, under the events section. I believe the next one, oh, well, I'm doing one in Marco Island, actually, in two weeks, which is going to be really cool. It's uh, raising awareness and raising money for autism, uh, kids with autism and, uh, and other special needs. So that's going to be really cool, and you can buy tickets for that as well um, if you go to my events page on my website. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, um, Robert, I almost called you Dylan. Um, Robert, <laughs> I, I, I just, I'll respond once, uh, Robert, really appreciate you coming on and hanging with us tonight. I think this was uh, really uh, interesting for us. Like I said, we've never really had a connection to talk with anybody on a soap before. So it was really yeah. um, interesting to get that insight about, you know, what an actor's life is like on a, on a soap opera. So yeah, um, yeah, thanks for hanging with us. Um, if you want to give uh, any information, I know you already gave your website. If there's anywhere else, the fans can come yes, check you out, let them know. Yes, so you guys can follow me on my uh, Facebook fan page, which is Robert Palmer Watkins. Uh, my Instagram, which is Robert Palmer Watkins. My Twitter is Robert P. Watkins. Uh, like I said, the website, I try to keep that up to date with you know events, upcoming events and news articles and stuff like that. That's robertpalmerwatkins.com. Uh, my Snapchat is Rob Watkins. I'm learning how to use Snapchat. God, there's like too many forms of technology. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing I wanted to mention was something really cool that I'm really excited about um, that we're doing in July. July 5th through the 9th, I'm doing a retreat in Costa Rica. Uh, we're allowing 30 people to sign up, uh, anybody over the age of 13, families, singles, friends, whatever. Um, but it's going to be really cool because I'm partnering with my fitness trainer, he's a celebrity trainer, Jordan Rude. He's also my brother-in-law. Uh, and then Jennifer Grace, who is my life coach and mentor. And she, we're, we kind of came together to do this retreat in Costa Rica. It's going to be awesome. You get to stay in a villa. Um, everything's included once you buy your ticket. And we're going to be doing different activities. I'm going to be doing acting and music stuff. She's going to be doing life coaching, yoga, meditation with everybody. And then Jordan's going to be having workouts. And it's going to be – it's called a digital detox. So basically when you check in – you have to put your phone and your computer. Love it. You have to you have to check it in. We lock it away, and you you're just free from all of that shit for mm-hmm. four days. Um, which is I know that I need that very badly right now because it's I feel like every day I'm just looking at a screen all day long. 
So it's just going to be nice to reconnect with who you are. And I think it's going to be life changing. So everybody, please, you know, if you're interested in that, spread the word. Um, you can get tickets at, hold on, I'm trying to pull up the, the link right now. It's, um, Sorry, sorry. Jennifer Grace, that's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-G-R-A-C-E dot com slash Costa Rica slash. So you can get tickets there. It's going to be awesome. I really appreciate you guys having me on today. And uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. For sure, Robert. All those links and everything you talked about will be in the show notes on our on our site. And uh, thanks again for coming out. And we'll be catching up with you soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yep. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You Cheers. too. Yeah. Thank you.